Do it in fucking Anchor, man. It's yeah. not in Anchor, dude. Do it in... Okay. We're doing it on the voice recorder. Cool. Let's... Hey, RSL Nation, how so, are you? That's not clever. It's not clever just to start in the middle of me talking. I think it's okay. Oh, my God. All right, what's up, RSL Nation? How's it going? It's your boys. Adele and the Baker. Adele and the Baker is what the Baker said. Yeah. This is Adele. This is the Baker. The Baker. How are you doing? I'm good. We're like, there's soccer on TV and streams and there's soccer news. And I mean, it's just, it it's out here living the dream. Almost uh, like it's spring. It, it's, I mean, if you squint and kind of forget about what time of year it is, it almost feels like the regular season. Almost. So, you know what I just noticed? What you just noticed? As we started talking into the microphone. Yeah. Ish. My voice changes. What do you mean? I think my voice gets a little higher pitched when we start talking officially on the recording. Okay. Well, you listen to me all the time. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, but I don't like pay attention to your voice. Because this is how I talk when I'm recording. And I have a feeling like <clears throat> this is how I usually talk. I don't think you talk that deep, no. I don't talk like this, just on a normal this is such an awful intro to a podcast that... All right, so let's get right into it. It's been a couple of weeks, almost. Do you want to tell them what they're listening to? Well, you're listening to the um, RSL Nation Scarf Live podcast. Good times. Good times. See how easy that was? It was okay. And now I think is the part where you tell them what we're going to tell them. I think you're going to tell them what we're going to tell them. Well, then, I, then I'll tell them as we're telling them, and then we will recap. Today? Tonight? This morning, whenever you're listening to this, we got a little CCL action. For those of you that aren't into acronyms, that's CONCACAF Champions League. CONCACAF. Champions de la Liga. There was also the European Champions League happening this week. That's really not important. I don't really care I about think it. they copied us. Probably. I, I think they saw how awesome the CCL were, was, and they're like, hey, we should do one of these too. Uh, and then there was a lot of RSL soccer uh, since we last talked to the good folks. You actually were at one of the games. Oh, it was in, amazing. Down in... Phoenix, uh, the FC Dallas game Technically was... Technically was in Tempe. All right. Carry on. Yeah, so Phoenix. Uh, FC Dallas uh, was a match that happened today. And then uh, we're going to talk about a couple of guys that we haven't, you know, a couple of player specifics. Uh, Rushnak, where he's been. We uh, have some updates on that. Updates on that. And uh, then we'll wrap it up. Sounds about right to me, sir. So let's get going. Uh, preseason. We... CCL. Oh, CCL first? Well, we're going to talk, talk about CCL. Let's get into CCL. And really the only reason I want to talk about CCL is because Toronto got wrecked in... 1-0, like, right? Yeah, they wish. 2-0? Mm-mm. No way they lost 3-0. They lost 4-0. Holy cow. To like yeah. what, Real Madrid? To uh, CA Independiente. Out of? Uh, they are, let's see, they come to us from, this they, tells you how they, they must they, must they have, are. They must have won like the Mexican League last season mm-hmm, or something, mm-hmm. right? Panamanian upstarts. Not our words, MLS soccer. Panamanian upstarts. Uh, You're telling me that Toronto, the team that two years ago, Less than two years ago at this point. Had the greatest season in Major League Soccer history. 
with the treble. Right. The the Canadian treble, that's an important distinction. Well, we don't it's have a, any treble, so okay, they got a treble. It's a little easier to win uh, Canada champion than it is the U.S. Open Cup. Okay, who else? Got, uh, the first treble in MLS history. I don't know if about that, but okay. It is. It's the first treble. All right, keep going. Lost to Panamanian startup. Not a startup. Uh, upstart, yes. Excuse me. Very badly. 4-0. 4-0. Okay. I had the pleasure of... I was at work... And I had the pleasure of streaming this on Yahoo Sports. This is not sponsored by Yahoo Sports, but if it was, that's how I'd say it. By whom? Yahoo Sports. <laughs> so so I'm watching this, you know, and I'm thinking, all right, you know, the, the Panamanian side is going to try to, like, make it chippy and ugly. and As they usually do. Do a lot of fouls yeah. and just hope that, you know, they get one on the counter and get out of, get out of their home arena up 1-0, right? Like, sure, it's Toronto, but... At the end of the day, the MLS side is supposed to be just a clear and dominant presence. And uh, uh, to Cal's uh, uh, just unbelievable, like these guys, I think could have beaten Chelsea on that night. Like if they, Chelsea was Toronto, FC. if Chelsea was Toronto FC, <laughs> so they came out and just played awesome footy. Just fantastic soccer, good clean passing. They were looking for opportunities. They, they, they you know, they were just smoking Toronto on the wings. Um, it was a team that came to play soccer and genuinely were the better team that night. Um, I mean, just destroyed Toronto. If I'm a Toronto fan, you know, and and there's been a lot of turnover there, and there's you know, we could do an this entire episode of what Toronto's offseason has well, been. They're, they're done. They lost they're, their best player. They're, they're and, not going to be in a running this year. Their injury list is through the roof. And right. and I think what Toronto faithful are telling themselves right now is, hey, we're, we're getting a DP and we're getting a TAM. We're getting a DP and we're getting a TAM, um, especially on those wings. I really, really hope Real Salt Lake beats them or plays them uh, before their reinforcements come because to, like it did not take a, you know, a soccer genius to figure out what was going on. Toronto was getting destroyed on their wings. And it probably has something to do with the fact that they have actually no wingers on their team right now. Uh, I think they were playing a CB on the, I think it was either right or left wing. I forget which one exactly. Mm. And just pure pace every time they were chasing the ball. Um, uh, Toronto did have a chance to get a 1-1 equalizer pretty early. But they missed the PK. Oh. So and then from there on out, they just got they just got punished. I think um, Toronto's in a headspace that they can't get out of anytime soon. Right. And I don't feel bad for them. Toronto is one of the first teams that had three six million dollar players. Yeah, I mean, uh, and they still have two. Right. Uh, just to get into that, I like watching that game. Mike, whoever Michael Bradley's agent is. I want negotiating my like salary with my work. Yes. Um, and, and I'm not like I know the second you talk about Michael Bradley, there's a bunch of U.S. men's national team fans that come out of the woodworks and either agree that Michael Bradley is the worst thing that's ever happened to U.S. soccer or die defending him. Uh-huh. But watching that game, thinking to myself that this dude makes one of the highest salaries in the MLS, blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was late on a bunch of tackles. He, I mean, just disappeared in what arguably is one of their bigger games this year, if we're going to be realistic. 
Um, Alright, so long story short, Toronto is now moving on to the next round. It looks like Toronto is not going to have a good early start to this season. Right. Doesn't benefit us in any way, shape, or form. Anyone else play in CCL? Well, so far, Houston and uh, the New York Red Bulls took care of business both away. Houston walks out of uh, their game against the Guatemalan op- opponent 1-0. And uh, the New York Red Bulls, just 10 minutes ago, uh, 1-2-0. Against... Uh, New York played. Who uh, did New York play? New York played. Uh, I got it. I got it. Pantoya. Okay. Atletico Pantoya. So uh, that's it, right? I mean, the really the big game that I think everyone's looking forward to watching is Atlanta. Um, if there's a team. There's always that, like, every year there's that favorite MLS team that this is the year. year. Mm-hmm. I actually think Atlanta might be able to do it this year. You think so? I mean, I... So, wait, did they change CCL yet? Is it the same format where they start this year mm-hmm. and then go into the next year? Or is the CCL going to be ra- wrapped up in this year? I am pretty sure it's going to be wrapped up this year. Okay. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. Anyway... Yeah, it's it's it's, well, it's, I, it's. I think so. These games obviously matter, right. and it's exciting to see what our competition is essentially doing. I, I just I just hate to see this high level of importance of matches that at this time of year. It's still preseason. We suffered from this a few years ago. One of the saddest moments at the Rio Tinto Stadium in our existence. Mm-hmm. Probably the saddest moment in our existence at Rio Tinto Stadium specifically was that Champions League final. Monterey. We'll never forget that. Um, may- maybe that that f- cup final against DC is up there. But eh. eh who's who's right. who's to say what? But um, yeah, I just hate they play them at this time of year. But I do love... I think in the Champions League, our enemies are our friends. In the Major League Soccer... I just want one of us to win it one of these days. So right. that the Liga IMX fanboys and girls can just shut the hell up. For like two weeks. We all know they're not gonna. <laughs> but for like two weeks, they will have to figure out a, a different argument than look every single year. Right. I mean, the it's the same thing. And it was Toronto just a couple of years ago, right? That had the upper leg going into. Last year. Yeah. Was it last year? It was last, yeah, last year. Uh, It was the best MLS team ever against uh, like a mid-table Liga MX team, and and they lost it in penalties. I still think, yeah, I I still think, yeah. Anyways, all right, let's not not get into the twenty eleven. All I'm saying is, it's good to see what uh, what the competition is doing and how they're looking. Absolutely, you know, I don't think RSL is. "Quote unquote," that far behind. And Atlanta is next. Seen. Let me ask you this question before mm-hmm. we get to anything else: Do you think there's any question about that Atlanta United is the bar to reach in Major League Soccer this year? Um, I, I mean, yeah. It, you know what? I don't even know why I thought about it as long as I did. They're the defending champions. Right, there's that, obviously. But Toronto was the defending champion last year. They didn't really work out. Not last year. Right. Technically the year before. Right. No, no, no. No, not even close. Toronto hasn't been champion in forever. It's been like... The year after they won everything, 
So there's been like Seattle's and Portland's. Right, but the year after Toronto won everything, they were awful. They were awful. Right. So that's what I mean. Yeah, for they, sure. They a couple of years ago, Toronto looked like what Atlanta looked like last year. And I'm gonna eat my words real quick. Toronto FC beat the Seattle Sounders December 9th, 2017, to become MLS champions. That's on me. Right. Uh yeah, at, at the end, at the end of the end, we're gonna do a Wait, little. What? Eighteen, right? Tw- Seventeen. Eighteen was last year, right? And Atlanta United are defending champions, right? I was talking about Toronto. Just okay, got it, got it. Yeah, that's on me. Yeah. Um, so last year Toronto was the defending champion. No, last year it was Atlanta. Last year Atlanta won. Toronto was the defending champion. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Took me a second. Apologies, RSL Nation. English, English uh, is hard. It takes a little, takes a second. Okay. English is hard All right. sometimes. Anyways. Um, Carry on. They also won the supporter show that year, correct? Yes. So, and the cup. And the, the, the Canadian, Canadian The Canadian cup. something yes. or other cup that like two teams ever compete for. Um, Three. Yeah, no. There's always there's, the, the extra team. Either Vancouver or Montreal end up sucking one of the two. So it's usually right. like Toronto and the other one. Right. It's never it's never that both are good. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um yeah, yeah, for all we know is that you know, March second comes around and Colorado with all of their off signings are all of a sudden tearing it up and Atlanta, you know, they signed uh, uh what's his name? Uh that guy. Uh, so while uh, you P- look- Pity Martinez, yes. Yeah. Uh and, and he ends up having, you know, a, a a horrible, horrible year. It doesn't adopt to MLS travel, and Atlanta sucks. It, it could definitely happen. They also have a new coach. They do have a new coach. There is that. But it's not like a massive step down in talent, if we're going to be honest. Um, Orlando. Orlando, yes. just tonight, ended up beating New England. So it is New England. But they ended up beating the New England Revolution 6-0. It, it was a did preseason Nani game. Play? Uh, no, Nani did not play. Mm. Oh, he might have... No, Nani didn't play. Yeah. Um... Beyond the point, we're saying Orlando it's, is a wild card. All of a sudden, Orlando just 6-0, right? Went on a crazy tear. Anything could happen in the MLS. Yes. But right now, based off of what we know from last year, how it all shook out, Atlanta United is absolutely the bar in the MLS. I agree. In the entire MLS. Absolutely. East and West. Yes. I so, think it... How about in the West? So Atlanta is obviously on the West. Uh-huh. I think LAFC... Is the bar in the West? No, LAFC I think has potential. I think their off season wasn't all that great because um, they were pretty good. They were okay, I think. They were I, consistently I saw those, I saw okay. Those, I saw those ratings of the off season. What we got a C plus. We got a C plus, and I'm not even basing it off that. I'm in just um, in my opinion in the in the West. I think there are three teams that come to come to mind and kind of like an honorary mention. But I think it's either Seattle, Portland, or SKC that are like the big heavy hitters. And then an honorable mention of LA Galaxy. Um, assuming that they've kind of cleaned up that defense, a whole year of Zlatan should be fascinating. Um, it, I agree. It's, it's the dude, like, like the dude's a difference maker. Yes. To this like age, bum knee, uh, best years behind him, whatever you want to say. The dude is still a massive difference maker. He puts away goals, and he has a way of doing it for really big games. Um, I'm kind. Of, I kind of want to see what LA Galaxy can do with a whole year of Zlatan. Yes. 
It would be awesome to see. I think their defense presents too big of an issue for them. I don't see how you fix that in one off season. I haven't seen them make any major moves on defense. I don't see Seattle in the running. Really? Um, I, I'm going to call it right now. Oh, by the way, how mm-hmm. about this? Next week's show, call it right now. We're doing predictions. Yes, but in our own MLS way. Our own ways. We're doing predictions. We're doing, um, what We're, should we call it? Power rankings. Some I, random, some fun, but also some quasi-educated, if I may go as far as to say quasi. I literally was planning on throwing darts at a dartboard. Yeah, there's that. But then we <laughs> can also talk about a quasi-educated to the league. I, I think we should make predictions on top goal getter. Okay. Standings in each conference. Um, Open Cup champs. That's the most unpredictable thing ever. Basically, the worst team in the league that's still in the quarterfinals should win the Open Cup. That seems to be the trend. That's actually a really good way of putting it. And, you know, just overall kind of standings and, and see where everyone goes in MLS Cups, etc. Anyways, now we're getting sidetracked. We're getting ahead it's on the line. It's kind of our thing. You know? Okay. This is the perfect trap episode of the podcast. It's the week before the week of opening week. Next week is going to be a lot of excitement. Well, we do have one more preseason game against Portland. Right. So let's get into preseason real mm-hmm. quick. All right. So we already saw and we talked about the two games in Hawaii. Yep. All uh, solid learning experiences, I'd say. Kind of just trying things really out. Really good way to put it. Uh, I loved what I saw from Tony back on the field. Back on the field. Loved what I saw from Johnson up top. A lot of activity. And then I traveled to Phoenix. You did go to uh, Phoenix. The town of Phoenix. And to watch our boys take on the Phoenix Rising. So if I may say a couple of things about the Phoenix Rising supporters. Not the team. I wasn't paying much attention to the team. Really great bunch. It was a preseason game. It was an extremely cold night for Phoenix. I mean, it was like in the 40s. Jeez Louise, poor you. Full stadium. Hmm. No, not me. I'm watching people around me wearing blankets. Right, because they're from Phoenix. Because they're from Phoenix. And to, to, you know, to be fair, 40 degrees in Phoenix feels different than 40 degrees in Salt Lake. For whatever reason. But, great fans. And here's the other thing I learned. Small stadium, small fan base, yet full, and they still had two totally competing supporters groups who did not get along. <laughs> they sat on the same side of the stadium and had rival chance, and in some cases, different chance at the exact same time. And these are both Phoenix Rising supporters. Yes, both yep. Phoenix Rising supporter groups. Great bunch of people. Um, Good location, good stadium, everything. I loved it. That was awesome. Also got to meet Andy Williams. Yep. Good dude. Very friendly. Good. Very friendly guy. Solid scout. I hope everyone got a chance to see the uh, Facebook Live. Over a thousand views by now. Hmm. The walkout. Oh, the video. Yeah, the video. Yeah, that wasn't live. That was live. All right, live. It it went live. I'll repost it. There you go, Just to make sure. So, let's get to the game. Phoenix. 4-1, I think, was the final score. 4-1, fine. Yep. 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 So, uh, got behind real quick, real early. I was wearing head-to-toe RSL gear. As right? one does. Hat. 
I had the jersey, the black jersey, the recycled ocean junk jersey. I had the jacket, the whole nine yards, man. So mm-hmm. n- there was no mistaking whom I was there to support. So I got a lot, <laughs> lot of junk talk during the game. Um, so got down real early and then did the Mia Krylock show. Yeah, seriously. Now Severino's goal. That was that was a nice, beautiful finish, you know, forwards finish. Uh, who was the other goal? That, no, both was set up the mirror for the second. So Jefferson Severino, uh, yeah. two times the mirror, then the mirror, and then uh, Brooks landing on oh, the PK. Oh, that's right, Brooks landing on the PK. That's mm-hmm. right, and it was a clear PK, by the way. Right. So, which multiple talking points here, but we had multiple discussions during the long off season about. Well, I had the discussion, right, stating that I would have no problem. With Amir Krylak playing the number nine for us this season. Before we signed Johnson. Right. Right. Pre, I, Pre-Johnson news. Loved what I saw from Johnson in Hawaii. But that game in Phoenix provided it's a USL side. Sure. But a f- free kick is a free kick. Right? It doesn't matter who is in the wall. And that finish was just prime. And he also looked good the rest of the game. Absolutely. Demir's just a I have solid no pro- player. I still have no problem with Demir playing number nine for us. Right, number for, eight in this case for sure. Uh, uh, it's and, and I was pretty much against the idea of just like going, "Hey, the mirrors are number nine. We're not signing a striker this year," and just walk. Like I don't, I don't mind having the mirror as an option to play striker. I, I think he, he. I genuinely believe if you put a pair of gloves on that boy and gave did. him two weeks, he'd figure it out. Yep, <laughs> totally. It, it's. You know the the dude made the role his own, and he you know I think he not think he was our leading goal scorer last year, um, but he's also not like the prototypical number nine striker. With we had to go out and get one of those. He's a professional finisher, right? So so I think it, it's I like having the mirror as a second option or a rotating option or a U.S. Open Cup option. But I'm really glad we brought in a dude that is a striker for a living. Um, yep. And that being his preferred position, uh, that's the difference to me. That's the the difference in talking points. Okay, I like it. Um, yeah, and I agree. He, here's what I'm saying. At this point, right, Damir has to be on the field. Absolutely. The number one, if I'm picking, if I look at my whole roster, I'm right. like, all right, 11 guys on the field. The number one person I'm looking for is Damir. For sure. If I have to put him in goal, I'll put him in goal. But Demir has to be on the field. So if he's not playing number nine, right, means he's playing midfield, not offensive midfield. No, defensive. Right, because yep. Ruschnack is still going to play offensive midfield. Which now puts us in a different bind. Because I thought Beckerman mm-hmm. had a good game. Beckerman has had always, a solid preseason. Always has. And I think Beckerman has to play. And then we got a new guy. Everton Luis, I thought played really well. Great pace, solid bite. Super excited to see Everton Luis. Really good bite. Yes. So if if Demir is not playing number nine, uh-huh. and he has to be on the field, it has to be on the field. Right, absolutely we've, has we've, to be. And we've I, talked I think about Demir, this at length. I think Demir has to be on the field above Rushniak. Yeah, it's like, but it's not like Demir and then who's our number. It's like Demir Rushniak. Okay, yes. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Everton, mm-hmm. I want him on the field. Right. Kyle, 
I want him on the field. Sure, ideally. Johnson, I want him on the field. Right. Krylock has to be on the field. Okay. One of those guys has to sit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be Beckerman in most games. Disagreed. Here's so also because I, you I, forget who our coaches. I feel like you are in a mindset of it being still last year. the 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 season has changed. There's just going to be way more games coming at us much faster. I would be shocked if there was if there wasn't more. At, at least I'm hoping, honestly, at this point, that there's more rotation than RSL fans are used to. And and I think. Honestly, this new this new We're condensed used to a bunch of rotation, no, 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 not no, on purpose, not on, out of necessity. Right. We're we're used to like, hey, we are out of uh, right backs. Let's go get a winger. Right, like that. That's not rotation. That's just a lack of options. What I genuinely believe is that due to those circumstances and due to a coach that's just like, hey, I want to play good players regardless of where their position is. RSL has acquired one of the most versatile rosters in MLS. It is extremely versatile. You're absolutely correct. This year, we are poised to have a lot of good players on the field. Like, like I think RSL is one of those teams that just doesn't have to necessarily change their lineup or their or their or I should say their uh, formation and still get two wildly different teams. Like. Depending on which 11 you have out there, you could get a very defensive kind of hold the ball RSL or a quick countering attack goal on every chance you get RSL. And you can change tactics and strategy completely without making a sub. For sure, just like where you put guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, if I may interrupt you for just one second, I'm about to pop open a beer. How do you pronounce it? That's a Roja. Roja. Good brewery. Local? Local AF. We support our local breweries. There it is. That's how you do it. That was a good good open. Good open, right? Kensington Grand Saison. That's how you know it's good. All I'm saying is I, I think RSL fans are used to seeing Beckerman. Basically, if he's healthy, he's playing. Those days yeah. are over. Uh, I, I And for all we know is like week two rolls out and God forbid, you know, one of those three ends up pulling a hemi like it is the mls it happens it's not just mls it's just rsl luck i mean how right. many every one of the past two or three how long have we been doing this recording and and, and page Com- and such like a multiple sets of years and it seems like every year we're like oh crap i would hate to be right too many options right too now. many options yeah. all of a sudden you're playing a winger right back and it worked out okay it did work out okay he has one of the best right backs in the league so let's get into that right back Right back. We got Tony back. We had a poll on this. We did? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Ah. And it's... Who do you start? Tony or Lennon? For me, it's Tony. Tony was the winner. Not by a whole lot. No. Brooks Lennon is more than serviceable at that position. How do you like what you saw from Tony so far this preseason? He's had a amazing preseason it's great to see him back uh so they played fc dallas today and uh dominic baji so he's the guy that baji's in dallas now baji's on dallas he's the guy that took out tony in that colorado game yeah. that ended like tony's season and then the season after that 
And I think it speaks to Tony's character that he didn't, like, lay this guy out. Um, you know, preseason game, I think realistically no one could blame him. Accidents happen. It is a contact sport. Uh, you know, he got pushed around a little bit. I think they let him know that, you know, we were there. But, I mean, Tony is just an amazing human being. Um, Everyone keeps saying that. Had a chance I to love him. amazing human beings. He's also an amazing soccer player. Would you start him over Lennon? I guess you already answered that. Yeah. Yeah. To, to start a game, absolutely. Because I think Tony... It, so, in that position, it's important to remember you are still primarily a defender. Yes. And as much as we try to drill it into Brooks Lennon, it just isn't who the kid is. It's not in his heart of hearts. It isn't in his soul. The dude wants to be up front. He wants to be part of the attack. He wants to be taking shots at goal. And, you know, I, I think if we're going to be a little honest and, and, and you know, cr- uh, critical of, Tom, of, uh, of uh, Brooks Lennon, it's that, that's cost RSL goals last year where Brooks was just too far up and he was a little out of position. It opened us up a little. There were moments of it. I think defensively, Tony brings you just a calmer, yeah. veteran presence. He's been doing this for a hot minute. That being and said... he's got plenty of up-the-field speed. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think you lose too much in the attack. That being said, I do think you lose a bit in the attack. Uh, you know, hypothetical scenario, let's say 68th minute, RSL's chasing a goal. Yeah. I have no That's problem... Sub, I right? have yeah. no problem making a Brooks-Lennon uh, for Tony Beltran sub. I think you, you still maintain your defensive shape, but your attack has gotten... A, a lot quicker, if we're going to be honest, and yep. a bit more dangerous. Especially a fresh legs. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Fresh Brooks Lennon, that's... There's no there's no, there's no, no denying the value of that. All right, so we're... we're I think we agree. Mm-hmm. It's a tough choice, but we. I, I think I will start... Bro- I mean, um, Alan, on, on, the, on the right side as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you Tony, mean... Tony, excuse me. Tony yeah, Beltran, yeah. Yeah, we won't even get into Alan. We got into Alan last time. Didn't really work. So still hasn't shown up for any... Which is okay. I always forget he's on the team. Jordan Allen? Yeah. Well, he's he- technically healthy, so there's something going on. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. Our I won't miss it. At this point, you know as much as we do. Right. Right. Probably more. Well, definitely more than me. Because I haven't at all looked him up. There it is. Anyway, left back. Left back. So. feel um, a little, little less secure about this one. I'll be honest. I, you and I had this debate. Most of last year. Yes. I like Herrera back there. He is like a more polished Brooks Lennon. Especially in the fact that they are both primarily right footed. He that, that dude. No no that he, does not matter to me at all. It doesn't matter. It, it should. does not, it does not I, matter. L, L. He his left foot. Mm-hmm. It's good enough to cross the ball from the left side. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I disagree. It absolutely isn't. Absolutely. He has but m- multiple times cleared a ball. So he, he beat he beat the attacking okay. he has beat the attacking player mm-hmm. and he cleared the ball into our own box because he doesn't have a left left foot. Nah, no. His left foot is not that bad. His left foot isn't as good as you're making out to be. If it's definitely a problem. If your biggest argument against him is that his left foot is weaker than his right foot, at a, as a left back, it's and not it's not, the not most weaker. Thing. It's not good. It's not the most his left foot thing. isn't good. It's not resembling anything good. I, I think foot strength, leg strength, 
or preference mm-hmm. is is the least of my worries in that position. I, I, I think as left back, yeah, the dude is literally clearing balls into our own goal. Frank, he did it numerous times. Frank last year. Ribéry was one of the greatest left wingers in the history of football. Cool. If we had Frank Ribéry at left back, I wouldn't be making this argument. That's a different. But he level was a right-footed player um, with a with a serviceable left foot. Aaron Robin was one of the greatest right wings you, in soccer you history. Keep, you keep listening, and he was a left footer. You keep listing guys that all, are comfortable playing with their non-dominant all foot. All I'm saying is that the dominant foot is the least of my worries. I'm not saying it's dominance not. versus... Uh, I'm saying Aaron Herrera doesn't have a left foot. It's Disagreed. not that it's bad. It's not that it's weak. It's not that he... It, it's just... It's really poor. It's not that it's weaker than his right. It's poor. It is not... A muscle I think he I just don't see. Then you're not. Then you're not watching the same games. I don't I see am. what you're saying. I, I think his quickness, speed, and skill set more than make up for any weakness in his left foot. Right up until he clears a ball into the box. Because a primarily left-footed left back would clear that out. Okay. Which is your, which is what you're supposed to do. Okay, so who do you start? Well, in a perfect world, we wouldn't have traded Danny. He he's he's not traded. Lone Danny. I, I knew that was coming. He's gone. I, there's there's no getting past that. Right. I think um, Atoya, or the RSL first ever homegrown, who's come as he was way playing him home. over a proven Herrera. Toya's proven. He's it's not. I, I, no, I think not. Herrera is a better player. Yes. But I think Toya is a better left better back. Player. I think Toya is a better left back. Disagree. I, I I think Herrera as our primary left is going to cost us some goals next year, or this year, I should say. Sorry. It's, it might cost. I mean, uh, that Ramondo in goals is going to cost us some goals. Nick, Rom, I mean, uh, Kyle Beckerman on the field is going to cost us some goals. The, the, it's the ROI. What are we getting in return? Sure, what we're giving up. Sure, and and I, I think I, the return on the investment of a lack of a left foot on Herrera side is significant. Right, and my my argument is that you can get all of that same return elsewhere with a left foot. It it doesn't have to come at the cost of no left foot. I That's think, all I'm saying. I, I we think we it's had left foot is way better than you make it out to be. We had it. I know for a fact it's not because I remember watching him clearing balls into into the into Nick Romando. That's a problem. It is a problem when your left back is putting the ball back into action after a defensive action. You're gonna have to pull up some of those videos. I, I will gladly pull them up. I, don't I will find so he's them. Try, Let me let me clarify. He's on the left side. He's trying to clear the ball up the field. No 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 no. So he okay. is he is let's say shoulder to shoulder with an attacking player. Because of his right foot, right, he wants to slide to maximize his right foot, i.e., right yeah. foot up. Uh-huh. It is your your dominant foot being above yeah. your no, non-dominant I, foot. I get that. Yeah. So when you are right-footed and you make a tackle with your right foot up, it typically goes. So if you're running back towards your own goal, it goes to your left in that case. Right. Yeah. In which case, that is straight into our box. Where numerous uh, strikers are nope, making runs. Nope, nope, nope. Does this microphone have a mute? No. Because you, you're done. I, no, there's That's no way I'm done. He did That's, it numerous times. That is it is dangerous. such over-analyzation. No, no, no. Watching a left back clear a ball 
into the box is it is it is like it's soccer 101 you just don't do it if you clear a ball you clear it out you clear it out or you get it way upfield you don't put it into your own box we should have been punished way more than we were last year. You're exaggerating. Bro. I am not exaggerating. It is it is a problem. The this, kid needs a left is, foot this if is he's going to be the starter. This is going to be a thing all year, isn't it? All right. I, anytime I see it, I will point it out, and then you tell me I'm wrong. Okay. And anytime I see a situation he got out of because of his skill set. Well, no. The, that, that's definitely Well, not come the, on. No, no, no. The default well, is that well, he I'm needs saying, to be that, doing that's, his job. That, that's the ROI. Well, no, no, no. But here's the thing. I'm saying we can... It, it's, it's That's not... the return. The investment is we're going to mm. give up three clearances that went bad a year. It's definitely more than three. And also, in return, how many situations did he get out of that someone else would not have? But we don't we don't know that. It, it's it's well, those we don't aren't know if exclusive. the other guy would have cleared the ball you, the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, no, too. no, left footed left backs tend to clear the ball. No, out. But if you're tackling from the right side of a player, that's not a matter of foot. Strength. Sure, but but your your it is human nature to favor your. If I'm favorite. running, if I'm running behind you. Right, and, and you're left-footed. You're gonna veer left. No, no, no. yes, no, yes. Screw, screw the left-right argument for a second. Oh, okay? sweet Jesus! Okay? So if I'm running behind you and I'm okay. catching up and I'm, I'm 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 about to slide. Right. Okay. Right. First of all, I'm not gonna do right behind you because that's a red card. Correct. Okay. So, so you gotta get side by side. I have to get side by side. Okay. Nine out of ten times we're talking about split-second decisions, so I don't have time to think if I should go left or right. Exactly. So, so I'm going to the side that I'm already closest to. Right. Which, correct? if you are left. Footed. No, no, hold on. This has nothing to do with footed. It yet. definitely has. No, it's... this is this has literally got to do with situational awareness. So, if I'm running up against you and I have a quarter second to the side, and I'm already on your left side or your right side, if I'm if I'm attacking you from your left side and I slide in, I'm gonna clear with my left. If I'm attacking you from your right side, I'm gonna clear with my right. It doesn't matter if I'm right or left footed. I'm right footed, and if I'm Catching up to you from your left, I'm gonna tackle it with your left. I'm not, I'm not gonna keep beating a dead horse. Arsenal Nation, you what decide. do you think? All I'm saying is, I left back, I think, is our weakest position on the defensive line. Okay, so that's a whole different line of argument. Well, no, it's like a summary statement, and, and I think one that we can both agree but on. But it's like we were arguing about the color of the walls and you're uh. saying now the roof is the weakest on this side. No, like, no, this no. We, is we were totally... arguing about the color of the walls and I was saying we, the, the color of the walls is definitely the worst part of the house. We're agreeing that something needs to happen. So now. I think the left defensive side uh -huh. of our formation mm -hmm. is going to be the weakest point of our lineup regardless who plays it. I agree. Okay. Because we didn't, for whatever reason, fill that need. Okay. Okay. Arsenal Nation, there you have it. Fair enough. All right. FC Dallas. No, not FC Dallas yet. No, we're still Phoenix, huh? Oh, no, no, Phoenix is done. Okay, that's all. I guess we're FC Dallas because we don't have to talk about center backs because not like there's a controversy there. I, I mean, I think I want to be wrong, but our defense looks awful. Yeah. Our, our defensively, RSL hasn't figured it out. Which is the worst part because that was the biggest problem from last year. For sure. Um, I think, you know, Everton definitely brings a, a quality there. I think Glad has had moments of being like, okay, there he is, but then he reverts back to not being all that great. There he was. Whatever <laughs> is going on there needs to be figured out very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I am... So having watched the uh, the FC Dallas game today, 
uh, we played um, oh what's his name uh, we played Nick Beasler uh, yep. for all of 90 minutes as a CB next to Nick. alright before you keep going yeah Nick Beasler is always going to have a special place in my heart for all the wrong reasons it doesn't matter what good he does for us that yeah. miss at Kansas City yeah you don't miss that it's like okay not not to the same level but Sebastian Velasquez and the PK. Yep. Yeah. Sebastian and the PK. That they're, they're definitely... he makes that PK. Right. He's probably still on the team. Oh, there's a statue of him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, a statue, but he's on the team. He's you know he's a legend. Oh, for sure. He's the guy that won the MLS Cup. Yeah. He, yeah no yeah. one even questions right whether he should be starting games and playing games no. and all these other things. Um. Maybe I'm a bad human being, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I too soon. Every time you mention the name, Nick Beasler, yeah, yeah, I mean, but we have to mention it. He's a good guy. He's a good player. Keep he's going. a, and I would say he's a fantastic. He's a serviceable defensive midfielder. Yes, for whatever reason, option four or five at defensive midfielder. I would say at this point, option. Not four. one, two, or three for sure. Yeah, right, he's definitely definitely. I mean. Is Luke a defensive midfielder? I consider yeah. Luke's like Luke, like a, like I would play Luke before I played Beasler, but I also I think of Luke more of a a box to box guy who gets forward, whereas Nick is is strictly a defensive midfielder in my opinion. We're doing a two parter next week. We're doing a two parter next week. I forgot about Luke. Dude, oh, Luke played today. Luke yeah. played for seventy seven minutes I'm and had a fantastic I'm embarrassed. game. That being said, he needs to take some shots more frequently. Come on, Luke. You know better than that. Well, Luke Nuke, we've been waiting for what? Been waiting for Luke Nuke for a minute. Since no well since we came up with the name. Yes. Yeah. Arsenal Nation. You heard it here first. The the Luke. S- the Luke Nuke is the successor to the Becker Bomb. Yeah. Both will be drinks before before my time on this earth is over. So I think one because it's going to be too long of an episode if we do predictions mm-hmm. and then also go player by player. We're doing a part two or next week, Arsenal. Yeah. You heard here first. Yeah. All, All right. I'm saying is Nick Beasler at uh, at center back was awful. I mean, the uh, whose idea was that? I would imagine Mike Petke's. Uh, he has an infatuation with playing the kid at CB. Um, FC Dallas's first goal was embarrassing. I mean, it was like training practice. Um, uh, 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 Ferreira, I think, fifty-sixth minute. Literally, it was. It was like train. It was honestly like practice. It was not a RSL defender for at least ten feet. I mean, all the time and space he wanted. There was no way Romano was ever gonna, you know, save that kind of a shot. Um, that is indicative of a larger problem. Yeah. Um, that's also why we play preseason games. For sure. And, and to be fair, you know, I don't want to tell only half of the story to fit my narrative. RSL treated it as a game with only three subs. FC Dallas made um, uh, essentially two serviceable lineups. So by the time FC Dallas started scoring, most of RSL's players had been out there for an hour. Mm-hmm. So it you know it, it fresh is worth legs. fresh legs versus tired legs. It it you know it, it's worth mentioning. That being said, if there's one big thing that scares me about preseason, it is it is defense. I, I think we gave up yeah. a lot of goals last year, and I don't think that's going to change this year. From we didn't look good in Hawaii. No. Um, against the 6th and 2nd Division J-League team. J-League. Hi. Hi. 
We didn't look good in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We gave up a goal in like a minute and a half or something. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound like we looked good against Dallas. I mean, yeah, it depends on how you want to look at it. Is it tired legs versus fresh legs, or is it just well, a lack of communication? Well, to me, that was a lack of communication and decision-making. Yeah, that, that's all that defense is. Right. Great coaches are defined by defense. Alex Ferguson is defined by defense. Uh, Mourinho, when he was winning everything before he started sucking for some reason, that was his jam. I mean, defense. you got to score to win, but... Defense, defense is important. Yeah, but you also cannot lose if you don't get scored on. Absolutely true. Mourinho Colorado won a, almost won a supporter shield that way in 2016. Seattle won. An MLS Cup. MLS Cup that way. For so, sure. yes. Absolutely. Uh, the New England Patriots just won a <laughs> Super Bowl that way. So, yes. It, it's absolutely necessary. But I, I do think... Look, offensively, yes. You can do set pieces you can do strategies you can do all these things but at the end of the day it comes down to the talent you have on the field right defense is coach defense is strategy defense is communication defense is who marks whom how when how do you move how do you communicate sure who plays whom and where and and when etc so what makes me worried is that last season that was our biggest problem Right. defense what makes me kind of okay with it is that it is preseason for sure so if you're gonna try stuff this is the time to try it so i hope we tried it got out of a system why in the world we would play nick beasler in, at center back is beyond me we have three people that are very qualified to play that position and we have to choose two out of those three we have enough battles on each flank in the back mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of battle probably one of our most contented positions is the, the defensive midfield position that's fair you have to choose two out of probably three three or I mean depending on how you look at it it could be four or, four or five, or five dudes, yes yeah. but I mean honestly Luke's not gonna start over those three no right no and Norris Beasler um, I, I think our f- wings are pretty set I that's I disagree with you on that. I think Plata hasn't Bofo quite has looked good. Plata hasn't quite lost his starting spot in my mind, but no. he's very close to it. Ooh, really? Absolutely. Tell me more. Uh, and and it's not anything really Plata has or hasn't done. I think Plata's been Plata for the most part. Right. But Bofo has just been tearing it up. Bofo has been tearing it up. Um, you know we have we still have Jefferson. He's one of our DPs. I think Jefferson is a definite for sure. He's a Right, but then you also now have done. you now have Corey Baird, who, from what I saw with the men, uh, with with the uh, U.S. national team, is he's not going to challenge. Is fantastic on the yeah. wing, not but he's nowhere near Severino. Right, right, right. But you have Severino, and Brooks can play both sides. Brooks can play both sides. So, so that left spot has three. So I think and Baird you know, could play central forward. Sure, but I think we now it's. I think center forward to me falls between Demir and Sam Johnson. Yep. I think right wing is Jefferson Severino realistically. Yeah. Left wing. No, I think that's without. Are you actually throwing a question out? Whether no, no, no. Like, Baird like, could challenge Severino. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, okay. no, no. All right. So but I'm saying at. So that's on the on the right. Yes. On the left, you've got Plata, Baird, 
and Bofo now. Okay. Both Bofo and I didn't think Bear. about Bear on the left. Well, he can play both sides. Because you know how you don't like right-footed players on the left side? I have no problem with right-footed players on the left side. I have a problem with people who don't... Not having a left foot and being right-foot dominant aren't the same thing. Folks, what you're witnessing right now is called a, a classic uh, backtracking. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not backtracking yeah. at all. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. I have no problem with right-footed dominant players uh-huh. playing on the left side as long as they have a decent to good left foot. I have a problem with players who have no right, let's left not, foot. Let's, let's not get into that. Okay, all right. It's, so it's what you're saying is, what, what, if I may, recap. You may not recap because you keep putting words in my mouth and you keep saying no, no, I'm backtracking. No, no, let me recap. All I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm not, is I'm talking about the Plata what I'm talking about might is, lose a starting position you're if saying, he disappears. You're saying, and we agree, Severino is a no-brainer right wing starter yes yes well of course we're talking starters right right this is the beautiful thing you can interchange for sure 90 percent of the team mm-hmm. you can play herrera on the right wing if you really wanted to absolutely he's got probably better than, amazing right foot probably better than a left back <laughs> okay keep going back to this so what you're saying is Severino is a no-brainer right wing starter correct okay yes what you're saying is now we're number nine is a two-brainer. Right, right, hold on. So we got Sam Johnson. Yes. Who I'm actually excited about. I, I want him to start. What I'd like, if, if I could advise mm-hmm. Petke with my no knowledge of coaching ever at all, literally. Okay. I would say start Sam Johnson first five games no matter what happens. Okay. I have a feeling he might take a couple of games to get rolling. For sure. But he needs the... the he has I, I don't know him I don't know too much about him I've seen the highlights like everyone else has but if he's got the typical number nine syndrome he's got an ego feed his ego don't tell him you're doing this but you're starting him the first five maybe even six games I don't care if he doesn't touch the ball in the first three games okay I keep starting him sure let's see what happens right give him some time to get used to yeah. the situation so number nine for me is concluded Sam Johnson yeah. gets a start. No. No problem there. What you're saying is, huh? we all know that Plata plays left, can play the left side. Sure. I think we all know Bofo can play the left side. Absolutely. Let's, for, the, for no reason other than he's not going to make it on the right side. Because sure. Savarino is significantly better. Right, for sure. And he's not going to make it in the, in the central um, number nine position okay. for reasons that we saw last year. Mm-hmm. He, he's not cut out for it. But what you're saying is, so there's Plata, Bofo, who I think everyone thinks is challenging him for the position. Definitely. There's also Corey Bear challenging on the left side. I don't know not, if he's not, challenging. Not, not as a backup to Savarino right. on the right side. You're saying he can challenge on the left side. As a starter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think he's there yet, and I haven't seen anything in like preseason or the U.S. men's national team performance. Preseason was good. He set up uh, yeah, yeah. the mirror pretty nicely. For sure, but I'm not going like for sure start this kid. I'm saying if Plata has the typical Plata thing where he like all of a sudden kind of falls off for a couple games in a row, I can see you know between Bofo and Baird having at least a couple of very good options. If Plata's having a bad game on the left side. Uh-huh. You got Bofo on the bench and Baird on the bench. You start with Bofo. Okay. Yeah, Bofo. Well, Bofo right now is is beating out Baird, and Plata is beating out both of them, but but very barely. Yeah. Very barely. He's he's beating him out because of historic performances. Also that. Yeah, That's it. For sure. 
Um, I haven't seen anything from him. If it was blank slate, both will be starting. I think that's fair. Um, I also think, given at what's, given at the type of players RSL has been looking at to make signings in the last window, and from who they've been talking to and stuff, I think RSL fans might see Plata leaving sooner than 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 they realize. Um, I think he plays, but there's you know those Liga MX rumors. Yeah, they might actually come true this year. I feel like. So yeah, because I don't see him re-signing, mm-hmm. and I don't see RSL being okay with walking with him walking away for free. And you have too much trust in our management. I, don't know. I, saw, I, I think there's too much value there to let him walk away for free. I get that. I really think he just. I just hope he gets back to like Plata year number one, and year number two. I mean, he was ridiculous. He he was. You have to remember, he used to play for Toronto. Yeah, hated it. He walked away for, I think, nothing. I think we traded something for him. Right? That was like nothing. Well, I'm not saying literally nothing, but if it was something, it was nothing. Hmm. Anyways, I do think that, obviously, RSL is a much better team with a well-performing Plata. I do think Plata is well beyond due to do something significant out there. I don't know what it is. Confidence, maybe. I don't think the skill went away. The speed is definitely still there. Um, I, I really think... He, I think he needs a couple of goals. It Start the season, gets a couple of goals, assists, whatever it is, gets him rolling, and just takes it from there. So For sure. All right, so my friend. In... What else we got? Just to be clear, in 2017, we signed Plata to a multi-year contract. So, not sure what that means, but I imagine next year. That At case. least two years. Right. So, and that's been two years. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we got the, so let's recap. Make sure we got everything covered. We said yeah. we're going to talk about the Champions League, CCL. Did that little little preseason action, Phoenix and FC Dallas. Overall defense, not great. Left back, we've discussed at length. Uh, right back, we've discussed We've talked about length. Everton. Um, and really, the last thing is, I think people have been kind of asking, "Wait, where's Ruchnak been?" Um, and is it? Let me ask you this. Yes. Before you get into what I think, I know what you're gonna get into, mm-hmm. and we're pushing an hour. It's okay. Whoever made it this far is gonna give it another five minutes. Checks out. Before we get into the green card thing, I'm assuming is where you're going. Well, I was. He did pick up a bit of a knock, but the okay. green card thing, yeah. Is there any? I mean. In business, we call this a sanity check. Uh-huh. To do a sanity check, we agree that there's no question that Rushniak is our starting number 10. Yeah, of course. Okay. But the, you want him on the field right. in preseason. I'm not, ideally, even talking about, I'm not even talking about what you're about to talk about. Right, sure, sure, sure. It, it, it's, yes, Rushniak is, like, like I said, our obvious starter in that attacking midfield position. Um, and but he, he is what makes the offense go. For sure. When he gets the ball, we were, from what I've seen, especially in the Hawaii leg of the preseason, playing our wings way too much, and not a lot of service was making its way to Rushnak. Mm. Hopefully that's been addressed. Uh, but yeah, Rushnak hasn't played in a whole lot of uh, preseason games. Which is okay. And it's, at, at least as far as the, the uh, broadcast was made today during the FC Dallas game, was that because he is in Slovakia, 
getting getting his papers, getting his green card. Tell us. So uh, for those of you who are fortunate enough to be born in the United States and never had to worry about this, <laughs> um, a green card is uh, it's like it's like light citizenship. Light. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. it it's citizenship light. Yes. Uh, it's all of the star without the spangled. Yeah. Um, You're anyway. good as long as you don't leave. Right. So so basically, Rushnik is getting his green card, which, you know, okay, so why do we care about that? Well, uh, MLS rules being what they are, uh, there are... Weird. Yeah. Only, there are a specific number of international roster spots available. RSL is also coming in with one fewer than most of the... Uh, we tr- traded ours away permanently, but if we oh, you can do that too, huh? Well, we didn't really. It's 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 a complicated okay. story. That's neither here nor there. That's that's a story from the time, actually. Long story short, is what you're saying is you can only have a certain number of non-green carded or U.S. citizen players on your team. Correct. There's a whole okay. list of what is and isn't a domestic player. Right. Um, and the act of getting a green card is what you know brings. Which, by the way, so we're assuming these rules are put in place to promote more U.S. soccer players. Right, for sure. Homegrowns and such. Yes. Um, What it really does for Yasa Lake is knowing what we know about Sam Johnson's contract where he could be bought down to a TAM-level player um, from a DP status, I envision, I'm hoping for a big uh, summer transfer window signing now that we have this international spot open. And essentially, uh, an unofficial DP slot still needing to be filled, assuming Sam Johnson gets bought down. Oh, that would be huge. So if by this summer, uh which is the time when all the European leagues are done playing, we have not only an international spot open, Mm -hmm. but we also have a DP spot open assuming Sam Johnson gets bought down right well we're assuming a lot of things we're also assuming that Albert Ruschnack is getting a green card right now right we're also assuming there are no MLS laws that state it has to happen before February 1st you know there's always that special rule that everyone figures out on page 197 section paragraph 4 section 3 definitely yeah it's fun like that um we could have some fun summer rumors. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. And, and you know, knowing, like, Seattle has perfected this, like, make a big, impactful summer transfer yeah. signing and go from, like, worst team to playing in the final. Yep. Um, it, it, it almost it, worked for LA last year. Definitely. It's Galaxy. Right. Um, it, I'm excited for just the season to start, and then depending, yeah. ourselves in a position where they... Have some flexibility down the line. I think this is going to be a super fun week. Always is. We got a friendly against Portland this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm no longer paying any attention to friendlies. Like, oh, I, a preseason I, game. Sorry, not a friendly. It's a preseason game. Right. So I love tuning in because I obviously I'm aching, mm-hmm. itching, hurting for some RSL footy. Definitely. And, you know, tune in. I'll watch. But I'm not paying attention to results. What I'm paying attention to is the small stuff, like... Tony, is he right. gonna be one hundred percent? Does he look good? Yep. Justin Glad, is he gonna be one hundred percent? Does he look good? Nope. Right. Adam Herrera, is he clearing balls into our own box? He's not. Yep. We're good. There you know, it is. those sorts of Sam Johnson. You know, the new boys. How are they looking? 
looked great. Yes. Everton, mm-hmm. how did he look initially? Looked great. For sure. Yeah, it, it's but it's also so, worth noting that I think this game against uh, Portland this weekend is going to be a really good indicator of what the quote-unquote finished product is going to look come preseason. Because it is the last preseason game, and then and then they start counting. Then they start mattering. We're um, opening up at New England. We're opening right? up at Houston. At Houston. Which, and then we're hosting... Vancouver. Vancouver. Okay. Which, uh, good news for us, Houston is uh, uh, CCLing it. So they've got a whole list of priorities that aren't MLS quite yet. And... We can go get down to Texas and steal one. Yeah. Not not a good history down there. It's gotten better. It's gotten... Well... Yeah. <laughs> RSL Nation, we've told you what we were going to tell you. Then we told you. And now we're going to call it a night. Hope you have yourself a good night. We'll be talking to you at least twice next week. Sounds like a date. You might even see us. Probably not. Bye. <laughs>